Hi everyone, today is Friday, August 12th, 2022, and this is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Links. My name is Green Ranger. I'm back this week, and we're going to recap stuff in Dual Links, going over some of the new uh, decks that are placing in the tournaments. Duelist Kingdom, two new cards there, going to discuss those. New card from Duelist Challenges. And we're going to go back last week to all the stuff I missed, which is primarily Rio Castle, her dual skills, and her level-up cards. But just as a reminder, if you have not subscribed to this podcast and you listen to it, please subscribe on any of your listeners like Spotify and anywhere else, uh, iTunes. You can also catch the old episodes on the WordPress site, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. And yeah, so I missed everyone. Um, as mentioned before, I took a week off because I went to Vienna. So I guess uh, my week it <laughs> was was going on vacation. And this wasn't specifically like a thing for fun, even though it turned out to be very fun. Uh, it wound up it was like a work trip because I do like lung cancer stuff and uh, my abstract got accepted so I went to a world lung cancer conference and just going through some of the pictures I have just to quickly go through uh, Vienna or, or whatever I did um, saw the stat park my my hotel is actually very close to the stat park so saw some of that Passed through that park a lot. Uh, first day, exploring through the uh, inner stat, so seeing the different things that are around there. I don't have the specific names ready. Um, probably the Schönbrunn. No, it's not Schönbrunn. It's probably the Hof, uh, the Hofburg there. Uh, saw the uh, Sigmund Freud Museum there. Um, to Walter Bauer. It was a group dinner. Most of it was just traveling with uh, one of my coworkers, but we have some group events sometimes. Second day, went to the um, conference for a thing. And then afterwards, we went to the, uh, the Albertina, which is a art gallery. the most Probably the most known art gallery in Vienna. Went to Steffenplatz to see... Um, Cathedral there. Next day we went to went to the conference again. It seems like in the morning. Uh, then we went to Nash Market, which is a famous um, outdoor market situation. Now we went to Schönbrunn Palace. Then we went to the gardens there, and then the uh, the Tier Garden Zoo, which is the oldest zoo in uh, Europe. One of the highlights of the trip. And the next day, went to the conference for a few hours in the morning. I actually went to a, um, I visited Lidl, and I also went to a McDonald's in um, in Austria, which was pretty cool, seeing all the different desserts they have there. Back to the conference, then we went to Mac, M-A-K, uh... Is like contemporary art stuff, pretty radical stuff. 
then uh, went to at the at night time. We went to the um, passed by another thing in between, but went to a uh, house the house their music the music and next day went back to the conference again. Then went to where was this shopping center? I guess the the outlet in Parndorf. They went to an amusement park in Vienna. Giants Ferris wheel. Uh, next day, day trip to Bratislava, Slovakia to see some of the old stuff there. Came back. Uh, there was a group. I think group dinner was next. Another group dinner at. Um, oh, we took the ferry back from Bratislava, which was cool to Vienna. Group dinner was uh, at Wolf, something called Wolf. And it was cool. Last day ate. Dessert, uh, Sasha Tort, and Apple Strudel. And that was it. That was uh, that was the trip in a nutshell. So, anyone has any uh, questions about Vienna, feel free to, you know, at me at any of my. Um, you could use the uh, you could use the dual suspect thing. I know. I know. I've just been discussing my life, uh, which has nothing to do with dual links. But um, yeah. So basically, that was that. Uh, I don't know. I got I got Rio Castle. I guess I I barely had any time to play, and I've been playing a little uh, Master Duels too, trying to get through that uh, Duels Cup that they have going on there. Everything's been at a minimum, and life has taken hold. All right, let's get back to Duel Links then. Esports gonna check out some of these tournaments that are going on. Let's start with the Metafreakly. The Duelings Metafreakly 159 never fails to disappoint. And of course, Grand Harry, great job, very entertaining dude, early supporter of this podcast. Uh, first place, Bixie, Spell of Roses, Rose Dragon deck. This has become the top meta deck now. Um, it's just a deck you have to buy three copies of the box. That's There's no other way to put it. Three copies of Rocks Rose Dragon, three copies of Basil Rose Shoot. That's why you need to do that. Uh, other cards that use Ruddy Rose Rich, one copy. Uh, three copies of White Rose Dragon, three copies of Blue Rose Dragon, one World Carrot Weight Champion, three MST, three Book of Moon, Econ, uh, Breakthrough Skill, Treacherous Trap Hole, uh, Ruddy Rose Dragon, of course, two Black Rose Dragon, one Yazzie Evil of the Yang Zing. So this is a selection box card. Rap Archfiend, Cyframe Lord Zeta, and Samurai Destroyer. Second place, Sumatrai. Miracle Fusion Time. Uh, I guess this is an Elemental Hero deck. So Miracle Fusion Time, every time your life points decrease by 1,000, um, you can draw a Miracle Fusion. And surprisingly, this deck does not run Cosmic Cyclone. So how do they lose life points? None of these cards seem to give you an out to lose life points. So I guess it's natural life point loss. And none of these guys seem to do that. Anyways, this deck runs three copies of Vision Hero Ferris, three copies of Elemental Hero Stratus, three Elemental Hero Liquid Soldier, which has completely uh, changed the deck. Two Vision Hero Increase, two Vision Hero Vion, one Reinforcement of the Army, uh, the limit one card, Three Book of Moon, three Miracle Fusion, one Fusion Substitute, Poly, and two Phoenix Chain. Extra deck, three copies of Elemental Hero Sunrise, uh, 
The Shining, Great Tornado, Excure Dao, and Vision Hero Trinity. Up four, and Nova, Mechlord, Refinement, Mechlord. So Mechlords are finally in uh, the meta scene. So Mechlord Refinement is the skill. Basically send a Mechlord from your hand to the graveyard, then add the following card to your hand. First time Mechlord spell trap from your deck. Second time Mechlord card from your deck or Mechlord Astro the Eradicator. So the deck itself, two copies of Mechlord Astro Dragon Triskelion, which is a new uh, selection box card. Three copies of Mechlord Army Deployer Obligato, of course. Uh, we knew that card was going to be something if Mechlords ever became something. One copy of Mechlord Emperor Wisel Synchro Absorption. One Mechlord Emperor Wisel. Two Mechlord Army Grano. Two Mechlord I'm Army of Skeel. Two Mechlord Army of Wisel. And then, uh, let's see, three copies of Mechlord Assembly. One Boon of the Mechlord Emperor. And then just a lot of tech cards. Two MST, three Book of Moon, two Lance, one Storm, three Floodgates, two Pulse Mines. Extra deck looks like this. Two copies of Heavy Armored Train Iron Wolf. One Gear Gigant X. One Super Quantum Mech Beast Grand Pulse. One Super Quantum Mech Beast Aeroboros. One Super Quantum Mech Great King Great Magnus. And one number 27 Dreadnought Dreadnoid. I have no idea how this deck came about, but here it is. And top four, Blue Jay, another uh, Mechlord deck. Um, this one's interesting. It runs two copies of a card called Blizzard. This is a card I didn't even know exists. Uh, quick play, target a face-up spell your opponent controls, negate the effects of that spell and all spells on the field with that name. So I guess I could hit the Mechlord Assembly as a continuous trap, a continuous spell. Uh, Miracle Fusion, I guess you could chain it on that. Disrupt them there. Uh, you can't chain the Basil Rose Shoot, so that's a cool thing. The Mech Lords are here. I think that's a takeaway. On do Duelings Meta Weekly 239, which precluded, um, precluded this meta freakly. Half of the decks here were, were Rose Dragon decks, so that's something... Uh, Notable there. First place, Levy Sun, Spell of Roses, Rose Dragon. Uh, three copies of Ro Rocks Rose Dragon, one Ruddy Rose Witch, three White Rose, one World Carrot Weight Champion, three Blue Rose Dragon, three Basil Rose Shoot, three MST, two book, three Book of Moon, two Compulsory Evacuation Device, one Floodgate. It seems like the Yazi evil of the Yang Zing has become... Um, or card here, I guess you could just tap it from the selection box mini volume four. Second place GNC, Mechlord Refinement, Mechlords. Um not much is different here. Still core cards, two copies of the Mechlord Aster Dragon Triskelion, three Obligado, one uh, Mechlord Emperor Wisel, Synchro Absorption, one Mechlord Emperor Wisel, two copies of Grinnell, two copies of Skeel, two copies of Wisel. 2 MST, 3 Book of Moon, 3 Mechlord Assembly, 1 Econ, 1 Storm. This deck runs Mechlord Deflection, Boon of the Mechlord Emperor, 1 Canadia, and 3 Floodgates. Up 4, Lord of Scrubs, Phantom Knights Order, Phantom Knights. Phantom Knights are pretty much this uh, mill deck now. 
three copies of Ancient Cloak, th- two Ragged Gloves, three Silent Boots, uh, two Forbidden Lance, one Monster Gate, two Phantom Knight's Wing, one Phantom Knight's Sword, two big Breakthrough Skill, two Dicet, three Paleozoic Canadia, and one Needlebug Nest. And finally, top ro- top four, Unknown, Spell of Roses, Rose Dragon. This one runs a little slightly different build here. Three Rock Rose Dragon, three White Rose, three Blue Rose. No Carrots. There's a Psychic Wielder as a free tuner, and a White Princess. R- psychic Wielder works because the Rock Rose is level 3, so it could come out and get that level 6 uh, toolbox. Three Basil Rose sh- uh, Shoot. Three Book of Moon, one Econ, two Compulsory Evacuation Device, and one Treacherous Trap Hole. And then the uh, extra deck, Synchro Cards, Ruddy Rose Dragon, Odd Eyes Meter, Burst, two Red Rose, I mean Black Rose, one Yazee, one Siloed Frame Zeta, and one Samurai Destroyer. So really, the emergence of the uh, Rose Dragon deck, which of course harkens back to Akiza and 5Ds, and Synchros has brought back the counter deck in Mechlord. So, really, it just took a meta, a meta Synchro deck to bring Mechlords. And Mechlords, of course, have some reinforcements in the uh, Mechlord Astro Dragon Triskelion, which has pretty much made the deck and all of its pieces become meta relevant once, like the first time ever. I think for I think when Mechlords were introduced. We were already out of the synchro zone. I think XTs were already around, so the deck was never powerful, and it finally exists as a existing counter against it, the Rose Dragons. So this culminates into the Duel Links meta power rankings. Rose Dragons, the to- sole tier one deck at this point, twenty point five, definitely not a um, overwhelming number, and this is where the power level should be for a tier one deck. Two Burning Abyss has down, fallen down to eleven point three. Triple D's at ten point two. Similar boat. Uh, those two decks were pretty much ruling the meta uh, over the last few months. And Heroes are at eight point eight. Tier three Mechlords have arrived five point four. I think we could just keep seeing them counterbalance the Rose Dragon. Metal Foes down to the uh, down to tier at five point three. And Elemental Heroes still around at five point one. Uh, since the last two weeks, the Galaxy Photons, Odd and Gandora decks have fallen off the um, power rankings. They're probably like tier 4 uh, decks at this point. Now, uh, this week we have the Duelist Kingdom event, which is a PvP event. In a way, it's a way to get us our PvP games while we can. And, uh, yeah, um, this time around, we get these cards. So this, you know, this is like the whole... Uh, DM World invited to Duelist Kingdom Season 1 uh, situation. And uh, you pick an attribute, of course, uh, which gets you a field power bonus and an additional card. So, just the cards themselves. Uh, Book of Taiyu. I'm not sure who this goes to. Light? Yeah, it's Book of Taiyu is probably, uh, probably Light Monsters. Lilith, Lady of Lament, goes to Dark. Aqua Jet for uh, Water. Gemini Ablation for Fire, I'm assuming. Uh, Cataclysmic Crusted Calcifida as Earth. And Wind the Wind Channeler as Wind. Let's go through some of these cards that we've never seen before. So, 
yeah, this is kind of crazy here. Book of Taiyu. It, it, with this card already exists. Flip a face down monster on the field to face up attack. So, yeah, this is uh, Light Swords, I'm guessing. That's why it's light. I don't know. Lilith Lady of Lament is a new card. Dark level 3 Fiend. If this card is normal summons, its original attack becomes a thousand. Quick effect. Contribute a dark monster. Reveal three normal traps from your deck, and your opponent randomly chooses one to set in your field, and you shuffle the rest back to your deck. Aqua Jet powers up uh, fish, sea serpents, and aquas, and this card's pretty much useless for me because I'm running Dynamis, so it doesn't work against machines. Gemini Ablations, continuous trap. Uh, discard a card, then activate one of these effects. Special summon a Gemini, which is kind of useless. Tribute a Gemini, special summon a fire. Yeah, this is kind of useless. Um, last useful fire Gemini, I don't know. I can't name it. It's not Sergeant Electro. <laughs> Cataclysmic Crusted Calcifita. This card I've never seen before. Earth level 8 Fairy. 2600 attack, 200 defense. If the Earth, face of Earth monster is destroyed by battle card effect, you can special summon this from the hand. Then you can send a monster from your deck to your hand. Alright, sure. That's strong, though, because it comes to your hand as a skill, so it's a pretty much like a beater that comes out. It's like uh, Boogie Knights. And Wind, the Wind Channeler, is a Wind level 5 spellcaster, Charmer, 1850-1500. You can discard this card in another Wind Monster, add a Wind Monster with 1500 or less defense from your deck to your hand. When a wind monster is destroyed by battle, when this is in your hand, you can special summon. Okay, sure. That's okay. Alright, let's get to the new cards from the... Yeah, you can actually get. Consolation prize, trap card. If a monster is sent from the hand to the graveyard, target one of them, special summon it to your field. You can only activate one per turn. So this is not a good card because you're kind of relying on your opponent to send a card from your hand to the graveyard. It's a very seldom use hack. It's not really strong. Uh, you could combo this with your own discard spells and traps. So it could be a tactic. You could, you know, like, uh, tribute to... The, I'm going way back, but tribute to the Doomed. Rageki Break, Karma Cut. Does Compulsory Evacuation Device do that? I don't know, but... Um, cards that you can use to uh, activate this effect. No, Compulsory Evacuation Device does not use it. But yeah, you can just use those cards uh, to your advantage, and then you could just double up the effect and special summon a monster. This is useful for special summoning a big monster, uh, like a high-level one that would require some tributes, but in a way, this is a way to do it for free. So you could do that if you want, but all of, overall, it's going to be a very clunky combo. Next card, Solidarity. Continuous Trap. If you have only one original type of monster in your graveyard, all monsters you control with the same type gain 800 attack. Straight up beatdown card. As long as your deck's running one type of monster, you can use this card. I'm thinking of a, card, a deck like War Rocks, where they just keep getting stronger and stronger. Have abilities that uh, kind of bypass effects. Maybe something like that, like like uh, like Ancient Gears were similar. So. Strong card, but you don't want to clunk up your deck with too many of these get dead draws. So, this is a card I would just run one of. I try to tutor it, tutor continuous uh, spell or something. And, uh, yeah, it's just attack for those types of decks. Usually, this type of deck, this type of card isn't the best. But it's a strong buff, though. 800 attack buff is pretty good. Alright, 
Uh, Duelist Challenges was last week, and we got a new card, Pyrath the Ghost Pyre, which is a Water Aqua level 4, 1500, 500 defense. If a face of water monster you control except for Pyrath is destroyed by battle or card effect, while this is in your graveyard, you can special summon it. If you do, it gains 100 attack for each water monster in your graveyard until the end of the next turn. Use this effect once per turn. While this does gain attack, it's not good before that effect. The whole goal is to discard this card as fodder for some kind, some kind of ability, and then you just get it back onto the field. So, you know, the hope of this being a aqua level 4 water fits very well with the uh, water decks around being water exes or whatever. And, uh, yeah, uh, this card would have been better with more copies, but we got one solo copy, so chances are of it seeing play are pretty low. Uh, you can kind of add it on if you're missing certain cards in your deck and you just need a level 4 uh, water monster, so... It's really a budget card at this point, and um, it's a fine card, it's not a bad card, but you know, it, is, uh, it is a card that's better with more copies. Alright, so let's go back to the topic from last week, which is Rio Castle. We get to obtain our character, some useful cards here and skills, so let's just jump right into it. And unlike normally, I'm going to go to the dual skills first, so let's discuss the uh, six castle skills that are exclusive first one's called blizzard jet stream uh oh yeah sorry i'm yawning that the jet lag is getting to me but select a water winged beast monster you control the selected monster gains 1500 attack until the end of the turn during this turn battle damage to your opponent from any battles involving the monster becomes zero skill can be used once per turn and twice per duel this isn't a great skill in, in this speed dual format. It's going to help you get over a monster that's like, you know, like a 3,000 attacker and your guy just hits harder than them or something. And it's like a slow, you know, like control, control card. Problem is you're not dealing any damage. And a, car, like a card like this in speed duels, you'll want to deal more damage. So in a way, you're not getting the job done. You're just clearing out a monster. It's kind of like you're fighting around with uh, giant Rex. And Rex notably can't attack directly. That type of card, I mean, that type of skill, not very useful. And you're kind of just hitting over your, your opponent. You're not really expecting back row. Monster effects, quick effects, hand traps at this point in the game. There's plenty of that stuff going on. So not a great skill. Next skill is called Chain of Ice. Play a level 4 or lower water monster. It can be normal summoned or set from your hand in defense. But its effects are negated. During the turn you use the skill, you cannot special summon any monsters except for XZs. The skill can only be used if you begin a duel with a deck or extra deck that contains at least one monster and no monsters other than water monsters. The skill can only be used once per duel. This is solid. It works with the uh, water XZs decks. It's basically the effect of the Atlantean Heavy Infantry, except you could run it for any type of monster. So, this could apply to any level 4 or lower water monster. Definitely a fine skill, but we do have better options here, but you can get creative and play around with this skill as a way to play Water XZs. Alright, next skill is called Ice Fire Egg. Cool name, uh, bad skill. Can be used during your next turn after a trap card you control is destroyed. During this turn, 
once only when you Xe summon a water winged beast monster, Xe's monster. You can also Xe summon it by using a water monster, a water Xe's monster with a rank lower than that monster. The skill can only be used once per duel. So, a lot of situational things going on here. Uh, your trap card has to be destroyed, and then you have a Xe's water monster who you want to turn into a water an Xe's water winged beast. There's a lot going on here. Uh, Crystal Zero is not even a not even such a card. The warrior. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just super situational. You have to destroy a trap card you own. Special summon a water winged beast. It's just an all time bad skill. Wins together. Return two level three to five water fish type monsters for tokens from your field to the deck. Then play one Aurora Wing and one Blizzard Falcon from outside your deck to the field. During this turn, when you XE summon a water monster using a monster played by the skill, the level of the monsters can be treated as 5. The skill can be used once per turn and twice per duel. Here we have the uh, meta skill for fish decks, a new way to play fish decks, probably better than the old way with shark. You have lantern shark, you have buzzsaw shark, you have silent angler, and the beautiful princess. Combine these cards and you have a pretty easy way to do this. If you return those cards... Uh, from the field to the deck, so you could hopefully reuse the abilities uh, of all of them, except for the Beautiful Princess, because she gets sacrificed. But you have to play as two cards, the Aurora Wing and the Blizzard Falcon, which are a winged beast. So in a way, this is a way to get free water winged beasts without running them in your deck. And they're both subpar cards, so who would want to run those cards? That way you could turn them into a level 5 Number, I mean, rank 5, number 90, 94, Crystal 0. Or, you can use them as the 0 fine. So, you could Ice Beast 0 fine, or um, number 94, Crystal 0. That's really the advantage of it. You can just do that. And then you can turn the Crystal 0 into the full armor uh, Crystal 0, 0 fine, or whatever. So, this is the meta way to play the deck. No other way to say it. Sets up very well with the fish monsters you have. Wings of Absolute Zero. This is at the beginning of the duel. Add a Roar Wing and a Blizzard Falcon to your deck. Then add a Ice Beast Zero Fine to your extra deck. Uh, in addition, the following effect can be used once per duel. All water monsters you control become Winged Beasts until the end of the turn. So This is like a free-to-play skill, of course. They add those monsters to your deck. You won't really want to add Aurora Wing or Blizzard Falcon to your deck, so the previous skill was superior. This has the added benefit of turning into Winged Beast. That's just to summon the rank 4 and 0 fine. And finally, you'll pay for this, the last skill. Select one monster your opponent controls, then the following effect can be applied during the beginning of your next turn. The attack and defense of that monster becomes half of its original attack and defense until the end of the turn. Skill can only be used once per duel. So this is kind of mirroring the skill of the um, number 94 Crystal Zero. And this is like an OTK skill. There's no other way to say it. You play a big monster. You use the skill. Hit him. Maybe run like a... 
kind of like equip spell off your monster anti magic arrows if you want giant hatrunate hey, hatrun has been banned i think is something to clear your puts back row you could probably run a lot of stuff like um fire formation uh yoku um light beam some cards like that where you just otk your opponent now of course your your opponent could have like you know white princess and things of that nature more hand traps but could sneak in a few wins with this skill and a straight up OTK format. Now, finally, we're gonna hit up uh, Rio Castle's level up skills. Unfortunately, she she also gives out three copies of Mermaid Knight, which is a card two years too late. First one is number ninety four Crystal Zero, five Water Warrior, two level five war Water Monsters, point two hundred attack, eight sixteen hundred defense. During either player's turn, you can detach an XDs from this card. Uh, then target a face-up monster on the field. Its attack becomes half of its current attack during, until the end of your turn. So this is like a quick effect. Um, attach XDs, hit him in half. This is like a half shot. Pretty good since you can do it during your opponent's turn. So you can kind of offense or defense, whatever you want. And, you know, as long as the deck can can run level 5 water monsters, I would include this in any rank 5 deck. But um, this works specifically well with the Twins Together skill. So, as a spot. And this is a pretty good card to get for free, too, which is notable. Next card is uh, Ice Beast Zero Fun. This is a water rank 4, wing of beast, 2 level 4, wing of beast monsters, 2,000 attack, 2,200 defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XD's material from this card, negate the effects of all face-up cards your opponent controls, and if you do, this card gains 300 attack for each face-up card on the field, except for this one. So this is like a toolbox card you could just run in the deck. Pretty strong ability, you could just negate multiple monsters' effects, but it's weird because it has a key weakness of not being able to be activated during your opponent's turn. Deactivate this during your turn, and then it lasts like a full turn through, so... Any cards your opponent has on the field, they have their effects negated. That's a way you can get by some of the quick effects, I guess. Or static abilities that are just going on. And this lasts through your turn and your opponent's turn. So, in a way, it's good, but uh, key weakness is not being used there. Now, you can actually run this deck in Harpies. Harpies are level 4 winged beasts, and you can just use this ability there. So, I think this is more important in Harpies... Than in this deck. Finally, uh, Diamond Dust. This is a trap card. Destroy as many water monsters on the field as possible. Then inflict 250 damage to your opponent for each water monster destroyed and sent to the graveyard by this effect. Purely a burn strategy. There's a little bit of that with the Crystal, a Blizzard Falcon going on. 750 burn. So you can kind of combo those cards together. Um, yeah. Combo them together somehow. Burn really doesn't have a place in Duel Links anymore. Uh, not much more to say about that. So, um, not going to talk about this week, but Master Duels, the Duelist Cup is going on. Really an unthemed uh, PvP event, so just a way to duel and get gems. Kind of like the KC Cup, the new version of the KC Cup here. Do give pretty generous rewards though, so you really have to 
Paul asked to get through his events, given that I was on vacation when it did happen, so not good timing for me. Uh, I have a few decks that I play. Of course, I play Magicians. I play Railway. I also play Punk. Um, Sword Soul Punk, but I think the best skill that I do, I mean, the best deck that I do play is the Magician. So that's the one I'm rolling with. And um, try to get as many gems as I could. There's also a new selection pack going through there, so I'll, maybe I'll talk about that next week. Alright, so that is it for now. Uh, very, very jet-lagged, so I'm going to call it short. Upcoming news, mid-August, Sora Purse comes back, new York card Fred for Sheep, and new skill patchwork creation. Duelings mission research as well. Late August, we, come, we get a new legendary duelist, I think it's Pandora at this point. We the conclusion of the final assassination attempt on Pegasus, Mission Circuit, and the KCGT 2022 Main Championship. We crown a new winner. That is it. Thank you for um, listening. Glad to be doing the podcast. Uh, like I said before, subscribe anywhere you your podcast. Check out more the website. And old episodes at thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com. Find me at Twitter, dual underscore assessment, or my own account at Green Ranger CCG. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.